It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. He's going to come back tonight with another segment. Fox News should tell him not to. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. You know it's a lie. You've admitted it's a lie. And Speaker McCarthy is every bit as culpable as Mr. Carlson. Speaker McCarthy's decision to share security footage with Fox looked like a mistake from the very beginning. But after last night, it looks like a disaster. Hi, it's six minutes after the hour on the Stephanie Miller Show. I'm yeah. Jody Hamilton sitting in for Ms. Miller, who is off to see her mommy. Yes. She left yesterday. We did get to see the dogs for like two seconds. Yes. Uh-huh. We did. They were adorable. I know. They are. They had their little harnesses on because they just came back from a walk. And the girl has a pink one. The boy has a blue one. And I know. That's she's how you can tell them though. apart. She puts clothing on them. There yeah, is but she's that. like gender coding them with their clothes. That's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool, man. You know that Bonnie is the one that has the brown spots on her. <laughs> it's kind of like parents who, you know, they have a newborn who who hasn't quite had their hair grown in yet. And so if it's a girl, they put less headband on with a, with a flower. Right. Just so that people can tell. Well, yeah. And by the way, 323-410-0458 is the phone number. And, and for me, because I didn't have none of us, uh, the 11 of my dad's children had hair when we were born. Okay. And so, and happy um, birthday yesterday to my oldest little sister. Aw. Because she's littler than I am, but older. Um, Anyway, so (laughs) when I was about four, my hair was maybe as long as yours, Travis. Okay. And we were at, um, I think it was Moonshadows in Malibu having dinner. Oh, fancy. Very fancy. (laughs) And um, I I was in a sweatshirt and jeans. So I have this super short hair. I'm four years old. Sweatshirt and oh, jeans, no. right? Oh, no. And, you got misgendered. Oh, I did. And um, <laughs> and uh, it was funny because uh, somebody said, you have a very well-behaved little boy there. And uh, my parents went, thank you. And I went, I'm not a boy. I'm a girl. So I've had long hair as long as I could have ever uh-huh. since. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've, I've only cut my hair short once on my own. Okay. Without being my parents going, you need to cut your hair. Right. You know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I haven't cut it since 2013. Cut Just your hair, you look like a damn hippie. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> well, you know. So yes, um, Tucker Carlson um, should be out of a job soon. I. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I, by out of a job, do you mean out of a company to work for because they've been bankrupted by the Dominion lawsuit? Well, I would I, take that. Well, the thing is, is I mean, we have the uh, Capitol Police chief. Uh, you know, got mad at him. Yeah, for good reason yesterday. I have a stack. Okay. Oh, there it is. So there's a I lot. write down stack now. Yes, yeah, so good. It's easy, slightly easier to find. Um, he said, uh, the host. I like that he just refers to him as the host. Cherry picked from footage present to present offensive and misleading conclusions about the attack. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, an opinion program aired commentary that was filled with offensive and misleading conclusions about the January sixth attack adding that uh, the Carlson Show didn't reach out to the police department to provide accurate context. I'm shocked. I know. I'm, they're li- they said that they did reach out, and I don't believe them. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the fact that, that they're being sued for lying about the uh, election. The election. Mm-hmm. And they're lying about January Now they're lying six. about what happened on January 6th, 2021, which just opens them up to more lawsuits as far as I can tell. 
to me, it feels like it's all part of the same story because it is. because the reason they were promoting January sixth the way they were was because they believed that the election was fraudulent right. because of the, the Dominion stuff. So it's it, it, it to me, it's all one story. Well, I mean, when when Tucker Carlson says, you know, they believe that that the person they voted for actually won. I believe a lot of those people thought that was true. And that's because they only watch Fox News and get their stories from you, Tucker. Yeah, and it's it, it the Maria Bartiromo stuff is just wow. <laughs> you you were prepared for that one I gave you. The, no, e- the I copy was... of the email that I gave you before the show. No, okay. So Maria Bartiromo uses the lady who was decapitated internally. Internally decapitated. As a uh, accurate source of information that was the source that Sidney Powell gave her I see so the the thing with the uh, Fox's argument because everybody I think it's in a week or two Mm -hmm. they're going to be um, each side is going to ask for summary judgment Fox is going to say there is no evidence and Dominion is going to say there's There's overwhelming evidence (laughs) and one of Fox's arguments is that in the emails and texts with Maria Bartiromo to um Dominion's uh, spokesperson, uh, Tony Fratto, because um, they've known each other apparently for a long time mm-hmm. since she was a, a normal person on CNBC. Yeah. Before she went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs at Fox she Business. She's not um, Basically, wh- how I read these two, it sounds like she actually swallowed she, the lie. She uh-huh. believed the lie. She drank the. She drank, drank the, the Kool Aid, but. Again, she's not Tucker Carlson. She's not Sean Hannity. She is not Laura Ingram. She doesn't have those ratings because Fox Business doesn't have. Yeah, she's those on the ratings. other. She's on the other network. She's on a she's, different network. She's on the budget network. She's on the yeah. She's on the 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 place. The network that doesn't get any ratings. Right, and so whatever she may or may not have believed. Okay, there's one, but trust me, people aren't listening to her like they're listening to Tucker Carlson and others. Right. Yeah. Um, and the fact of the matter is that Tucker Carlson has said in texts and, and uh, emails that he hates Donald Trump. I know. That's like. I mean, he really hates Donald Trump. Wait, I, I can't wait for his viewers to figure that out. I don't, I don't know. The thing is, it won't break their bubble. It, it, it's not going to penetrate the Fox News bubble. I, I, you know, that's what's so. I mean, I think some people on social media are getting it. Because if you're, if, to me, if I were on Telegram or on Troth Central, I'd be posting all of this over there. Just, here's Tucker Carlson's email. Yeah, but who's on Truth Central? That's the problem. Truth Central. Well, people are. It's just, where did I put, see, I had a stack and then I made it go away somehow. Um, <laughs> why do you give me these things? Um, yeah, do you need a binder clip? I knew, I knew, I do. you know, it's National Ladies Day, so you have to be nice to me. <laughs> International Women's Day, not... It's National Lady Day. Day. It's National Lady Day. So so you're saying you want a trapper keeper with a unicorn on it? (laughs) (laughs) It's a very specific image that people of a certain age will totally know exactly what I'm talking about. It is so specific. It is so specific. (laughs) With a a Velcro closer? Exactly. I lost the thing that you gave me, but that's okay. Um, So, yeah, the crazy lady. I don't, I don't. Okay. I know. I, I handed you this, and I'm like, this is real. <laughs> this yeah. is evidence in a yeah. case. <laughs> so her name is Dobbs? No, no. She's talking about Lou Dobbs. Okay. Yeah. Are you weird? Blah, blah, blah. <sighs> well, she starts with a teaser. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> about Scalia. It's, ju- it's just so amazing. <laughs> but she said, uh, Trump, Trump has disrupted a well-oiled global money laundering operation, one that revolves around the Congress critters lobbyists, and public relations firms. 
There are trillions at stake. Never come between a thief and his money. Well, that's good True, advice. But uh, recent COVID relief bills are simply one mechanism to try to feed the money they've lost out on over the past four years back into that system. Okay. Um, Redistribution of wealth. Yeah. So, and then this is good. So, SCOTUS is... <laughs> Justice Scalia wasn't accidentally shot during a hunting trip on John Poindexter's Texas ranch. He was pur purposefully killed at the Animal Bohemian Grove Camp, uh -huh. a club for members of the Mega Group, during a week-long human hunting expedition. Never accept an invitation to be a guest at that camp, ever. Just don't. No. Sounds like a bad plan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but uh, Scalia was never shot at a ranch, no. either. no. And, and okay, so then but I don't think Scalia would even go to a ranch. Yeah, he doesn't I, seem like the type. Also, if I you're agree. gonna have a, I, I said this before we were on the air. If you're gonna have a human hunting expedition, Scalia is not the one I'd release into the wild. I, he, exactly, he would be very easy to track. Yeah, I don't think he's suited slow. to. He's not suited to survive in the wild no. like that. So it, it, that wouldn't be good sport. I I totally agree with you. Just saying, I agree with you. I don't I don't I, I don't approve of the idea of hunting a person, but. Well, and then she goes. Get someone on. better than Scalia. Like, do, do like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando, <laughs> or in Predator. Predator. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. Um, so she spent her 15 plus career years as a successful technology analyst. Okay. She's an expert in the field of nanotechnology. I oh. bet she is. You know, <laughs> like Which, nanobots. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, there's God. nanotechnology in makeup now, in um, moisture, in skincare. There's a lot of nanotech in that. It gets better. I, I want to know what kind of nanotechnology she was involved in, because I don't think it was going to be the makeup kind. No, I think it's no. nanobots. She says it touches on everything, nanotechnology. Because there, there are sci-fi stories about nanobots taking over people and oh, stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She said she was superbly accurate with her forecasts and ideas. Mm -hmm. She just thought she was gifted. Great. Fantastic. It's it's turned out to be more than that, though, Travis. It has. It what really? Yeah. She's, How so? She's had some dreams since she was a little girl. Oh, I've had dreams. They were odd. But others were clearly predictions, Chris. I oh. See. Over time, they became more vivid and more interactive. So she was interacting. That's usually how dreams work. You're involved in the dream sure. to some extent. Or it could be the nanotech. An event took place 10 years ago that seemed to amplify her abilities by vastly more than one order of magnitude. That's kind of... Oh, oh, well, what was the order of magnitude before? I don't know. She said the most vivid dreams take place while she's just dozing off. Like, all right. Like when it, like it, when she's Andrea Mitchelling, her life. Okay, so she's like she's in the middle of the news, right? And she's, she nods and she's off. on TV, and she just kind of nods off. And so then she and, she and producers don't prediction. cut away. Yeah. So is it like one of those things where you're you know you're falling asleep, falling asleep, and then all of a sudden oh, yeah. you jerk? I did that three times last night, <laughs> oh, no. and the cat was on top of me, <laughs> and I literally did this, and she went meow, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then <laughs> two hours later it happened again. I I'm hate sorry. When I do that, and I the know. poor cat's like, I don't know what I've done wrong. <laughs> um, poor thing. So anyway, so wait, there's a movie Thunderheart, oh. in which a Native American sheriff explains it best to an FBI agent who's just learning to tap into his Native American heritage. He tells him to listen to the wind. In a wind. Chicka in a wind. Um, stranger still, she says, I was in a car accident in 1992. Okay. And something took place that I've never been able to explain for all intents and purposes. And she spelled that right, not like Lauren. Not Barber. intensive purposes. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I was, she was internally decapitated. And yet... I live, I breathe, I shop, I laugh, I get old, and I walk the earth. I don't see her. I walk the earth every day. The wind tells me oh. I'm a ghost. Oh. But I don't believe it. 
Although it so we can't trust the wind? <laughs> in a way. She says, although it appears I was shot in the back shortly what? after submitting a tip to the FBI two years ago, at the time I thought I just tripped and fell. Is she in Russia at the time? You know, tripping over glass sure, and out of windows? out of a window. Yeah. Also, yeah. it's like, how do you mistake a trip and a fall for a gunshot? I know because I broke back. my finger. It's very much you don't. It's the difference. She so she and she said, um, I felt I thought I just tripped and fell during a walk and bruised my ribs, but I had a vision, a, a vision. Oh. About a year later, which I stood in the same spot and felt my soul leave my body. Oh. It was like having a band aid being ripped off your skin, and yet I continue to walk the earth. Hmm. Despite that. Wait. The wind tells me that no one can harm me. It protects me and keeps me safe. But you were shot. She's gotten a little off track. Uh, I'll be the first to admit that while the last bit is pretty wackadoodle. Yes. That, oh, now? <laughs> um, it's relevant. And I can tell you about this everything. Uh, uh, I can tell you this about everything else above. Time always eventually proves me correct. Kindest regards. Mars. <laughs> oh, she said her name Mars? Mm -hmm. Mars. Mars. So this is the lady that Maria Bartiromo... I literally need to do this as a sketch. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Why, why has Saturday Night Live... Just verbatim. I don't have to rewrite anything. <laughs> why has Saturday Night Live not done this? I mean, literally, I don't. you don't have to rewrite anything. Just play it straight. At least she didn't sign it best. True. She just, she said, uh, kindest regards. Okay. Oh, that's, wow. That's very nice. Please and thank that's you. Like Please that. and thank you. Exactly. Not wow. Best. And on that note, it so is. So that's the, that's the reason for the Dominion lawsuit right there. There you go. I, yes. All right. Okay. Good for them. Smart people. We're off to a start here. <laughs> it's the Stephanie Miller Show. A.K.A. Cows Farting. Stephanie Miller. I'm going to go see them in May. Oh, really? Where? Animotion. It's at. They're at a festival called Cruel World that's nice. in Pasadena. Fun. Yeah, and Susie and the Banshees, Iggy Pop, uh, Billy Idol, they're all going to be a part of it, too. We, we just saw Billy Idol in Vegas uh, a few months ago. He's okay. great. Nice. He's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, you'll enjoy the show. Uh, it is 26 minutes after the hour, 323-410-0458. I found what I was looking for. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so Carlson's, this is what's interesting that Trump has not come out against Tucker yet, um, because he, quote, passionately hates Trump. In a number of text messages, he was harshly critical of Donald. And one November 2020, uh, Carlson said Donald's decision to snub Joe Biden's inauguration was so destructive. And he added that Trump's post-election behavior was disgusting and that Tucker was trying to look away. Two days before the January 6th attack, Tucker said, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. I truly can't wait. I hate him passionately. <laughs> Uh, he said of Donald's presidency that the last four years we're all pretending we've got a lot to show for it because admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest, but come on, there really isn't an upside to Trump. Oh, my God. Why is Donald supporting this man? Because Donald needs him. Because Donald said this, I guess, yesterday. Great job, my Tucker Carlson. Um, the unselect committee of political hacks and thugs has been totally discredited. 
They knowingly <laughs> refused to show the videos that mattered. They should be fired for fraud and treason. And now those and those in prison should be and being persecuted should be exonerated and released now. So he loves Tucker still. Sure. Well, maybe because the news hasn't penetrated his bubble yet. It's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Because what is being revealed here is damning. Right. Yeah, but it would be in like Newsmax's best interest to. I agree. Publish it. Oh, and yeah. all of them. Yeah, and because Fox News is their competition. Exactly, the smart money is for those other right. f- fledgling networks. I mean, OAN's only on YouTube now, right? It doesn't even uh, have a cable outlet know. anymore. Yeah, I think that they've been. Yeah, like they've been deep five of them, at least five of them. That yeah, are competing against but each s- other. Like you said, why are they not going after right. this? Because I would if I were. Those networks throw Fox under the is bus. the propaganda more important to them than the competition? Well, I, the thing that is, doesn't does, make it, any does sense. it help them to out Fox as being this way? Because if they, because the problem is, if they show this, then it's like saying, well, yeah, everything we've been reporting is a lie too. True, but look, don't, but don't look over here, look over there. The cognitive dissonance in the people that watch these networks is very high. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the other problem. You know, because it's Antifa and BLM, but let them out because they're being persecuted. Well, and, and they all can say that in all one sentence. Right. And also, these are people who follow conspiracy theories. And part of following a conspiracy theory is not only selective, selectively choosing what information you're going to pay attention to. I mean, it, it's... Uh, and then Hannity Carlson and Laura Ingram also... Th- Ingram in particular. Ingram. Ingram, whatever. <laughs> <coughs> really? Because Ingraham is how it's spelled. Whatever. Yeah. Um, well, it's like, you don't say Graham cracker. Sure, I do. Graham cracker. Uh, Graham. Uh-huh. It's a Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she texted the other two and said, "I think the three of us have enormous power. We should think about how to get together and force a change as to making sure that our lies go through." Oh my goodness! It's already twenty nine minutes after. We'll be right back on the Stephanie Miller show with Bob Seska. <laughs> Speaker McCarthy has played a treacherous, a treacherous game by catering to the hard right. He's enabled the big lie and has further eroded away at our precious democracy. When people don't believe elections are on the level, that's the beginning of the end of this bold experiment in democracy that has gone on for more than 200 years. It's all the more shameful because Speaker McCarthy knows precisely what kind of customer Mr. Carlson is. Mm-hmm. He's not surprised by this outcome. What a low point for Speaker McCarthy. What a low point for Fox News. Wow. Mm. Go Schumer. I, we need to that? make sure that McCarthy is tied to this. Yes. Hang this around his neck for the Ab- next two years. Absolutely. It is 35 minutes after the hour, and look who we have here. Speaking of dreamy, hunky men, why? Bob Seska joins us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute, and I love you, Bob Seska. Where are you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska thing. Go ahead. Washington, D.C. Just follow the money. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Good morning, Jody. It's so nice to see you. I've been in that room. 
Yes, you have. You sat right over there. But I sat behind you so I couldn't actually see you, which was the funniest thing. Yes. It's like, why go there if I can't even see you? But uh... Yeah, the situ- it's a little ridiculous in this studio. Yeah. The way it's yeah. set up. That's right. But you have the coolest toys, so that's all that yeah. really matters. Well, and then when Kimberly and I do the after-party show on Fridays, mm-hmm. we don't look at each other, which is the the weirdest thing. It, it just completely negates the intention of being, being in, in the, the same, same room. room. Yeah, because right? she could do it in yeah. another be in room. Cleveland. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It was like doing his show from here, only I was three feet away from <laughs> right. It. <laughs> so um, uh, that was so much fun. It was fun. It was it, the, still the look on your and Kimberly's face when Amanda and I both said, "No, we came to see you guys." And you Aww. went like, what? Yeah, yeah. that's why I mean, we I went out there. Swear, I, I thought you came to town for some convention or something <laughs> like that. I was like, so when's the convention or when's the thing that you're doing? And he said, well, no, we're just here to see you. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I would have put on something nicer if that was the case. <laughs> no, it was very, it was a great trip. We had a blast with you guys. Yeah, especially. that was so much fun. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, so, wow, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Well, I mean. Hi. Yeah. Can I can I uh, insert my portion of the Please. super edit that's going to happen on the Daily Show at some point where everyone says on the news, right? I hate him passionately. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, because it's that's going to be the thing that everyone's quoting today, and appropriately enough, because Tucker Carlson hates Donald Trump passionately. I, it's one of those things that uh, there's evidence for it. I mm-hmm. don't know how he's going to wiggle out of it. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably just going to downplay and say uh, something like, well, uh, it was a long election season and I, my nerves were afraid or 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 he's going to deny it entirely and say, well, him could be anyone. It doesn't have to be Donald Trump. I could be talking about someone else. Well, I think it was in like a series of emails where, you know, he's talking about Donald. He'll just pretend like, oh, yes. Well, of course, that's that's for the normals, Jody. That's That's, the for those of us who live in reality. Of course, we're talking about a Fox News bubble where they'll believe anything they're told by Tucker Carlson. Which True. is part of the mass delusion. They won't even know that Tucker Carlson hates Donald Trump on that network. Yeah. No, they wouldn't. And that's that's what's so interesting is like it's out there, yet Donald is still praising Tucker Carlson's and the January sixth stuff. Um yeah. I mean, we were talking before we saw you about Newsmax and OAN. Why aren't they talking about Fox News and the lies just for business reasons to get Fox News viewers to to get away from Fox? I don't understand. Right. We were all like, I don't get it, but maybe they don't want it. Their cognitive dissonance, they don't trust in their viewers, maybe. Because, <laughs> you know, they'd yeah, be admitting I, to the lies. Right, right. I think this is just a matter of hubris. I think they feel as though, uh, well, we're, we're invincible. There, there's no possible way these text messages will ever become public. So why not? Um, they're engaged in a massive televised fraud that's been going on for more than two decades now and obviously i think what we're going to learn in the coming months and years is that it wasn't confined to election 2020 no this is every news cycle most likely Uh, of course to keep myself from getting sued i'm saying that that's my opinion by the way Mm -hmm. but i i think that we're going to learn that this is everything that we've been hypothesizing for all this time about how Fox News operates. We've got to look at a, we've got to look at Fox News as though they're creating some sort of uh, historical fiction. Like right. they're presenting something that's semi based on reality. Right. But it's not. It's a it's a fabric. It's almost like 
um, they've got, well, I'm pretty sure they've got a writer's room that concocts talking points. And yeah. I don't know if that's the same thing as the brain room, but it's, <laughs> they've, got, they've got rooms at Fox. I don't know. You've heard of the brain room, right? Yeah, the brain I have. Room, which yeah. I thought for the longest time, I thought that's where Brian Kilmeade checked his brain before going on the air. <laughs> Like this, it was like a coat check room for your brain before you go on uh, on TV <laughs> at Fox News. But um, I'm pretty certain that what we're looking at is let's just concoct uh, a fantasy around every news cycle that comports to the biases of our audience. Mm -hmm. Let's just pander to the audience. And one of the things I can't shake in all of this is ultimately we're not the victims of this. Right. Uh, it's Fox News's own viewers. Yeah. And and guess who agrees with me about that? Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon, <laughs> CPAC this past weekend, mm -hmm. telling Fox News viewers, you are being scammed by Fox News Channel. I was astonished. Suddenly, this is just what's happening on the Republican side is making for strange bedfellows. No kidding. Suffice to say. <laughs> no kidding. Like this, Bill Crystal has always been right. Sure. <laughs> That's how I mean because yeah. I keep agreeing with him lately for the past five years. God. It's awkward. It's really very, very, very awkward. Um, so uh, you and I both tweeted out <laughs> Cliff's video that was taken off of YouTube because he was talking about election integrity. That's insane. From tw I mean Twitter, it's like crazy. Just YouTube took Cliff Schechter off because of election stuff that he was. Yeah, that doesn't make that, any that, sense. That is also where that these algorithms that they use to police the stuff is dangerous because it doesn't look at context. It's just yeah. saying Say, looking for words. Right. It's it's looking for words and buzzwords and it eliminates you based on that without any knowledge of context. Yeah. It's completely soulless. And right. that's that's been an ongoing problem, especially on YouTube, where people are getting copyright strikes and so on when they don't actually deserve it. Mm -hmm. In fact, I stopped posting um, the show. I stopped po posting my show or any clips from my show on YouTube. Because the independent music on the show right. was always getting flagged for copyright. Well, yeah, because so, a lot of the people do do covers, so that would be getting flagged too. We, well, we yeah, but not cover. even that. It's any if an independent recording artist has any stake, any sort of copyright claim to their own music, which most of them do, right. then YouTube automatically flags that. It doesn't matter if it's a cover or not. And so that's all to say that the algorithm doesn't realize that I have permission to use all of these songs. And then every time I post a video that contains one of those songs, I got to go through every uh -huh. single one of them and say, yes, I do have permission for this. And this yeah. is how I have permission. Right. And here's the paperwork. And it's just a pain in the neck. So YouTube is this weird uh, area of the internet that has strange rules and, uh, and a really overly harsh algorithm. And, and Cliff is facing that right now. Right now yeah. I, the other thing is though, I notice on YouTube, there is so much fake news on YouTube. I mean, so many mm -hmm. propaganda videos. And how many videos have you stumbled across that are narrated by an AI bot? No yeah. kidding. That yeah. is very obviously fake. But those seem to stay up, and cliffs get taken down yeah, for some that's reason. That's ridiculous. Just Travis. I was going to say, we actually literally, as we were talking about this, we got a text from Casey. Give a shout out to Casey, who does all of our clips and stuff. Get yep. it up on YouTube. Lovely. Uh, on the PVN side of things. Uh, Casey said that last week we had a YouTube a strike? A strike against us. For why? For one of our videos that we posted. Because we talked about election integrity. We talk about... He, he cited things to me. Like, a lot of times our Glenn Kirshner stuff, when we talk about election integrity, <clears throat> those will get flagged. Um, Dr. Redliner, when we're talking about COVID, COVID? policy, will get flagged because we talk about the misinformation right. 
in context of it being misinformation, right. but YouTube still so YouTube can't tell that we're that talking about it. In it doesn't that know. It, it's, it's that's why you need humans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why you need humans. Yeah, bots exactly. can't solve well, everything. Exactly. And this is one of the reasons why I've been very frustrated the past few weeks dealing with social media algorithms and trying to get political content through that uh, gauntlet. It's it's insane how difficult it is to post about politics on social media these days, especially the meta sites, Facebook, Instagram. I think they look at that as being uh, overly controversial and they would rather downplay it than get caught up in, in what happened to them in 2016. So in one sense, I kind of understand it. In another sense, it's really frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. So um, <clears throat> again, the, the GOP thinks seizing things at the border is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you said another oh, success for God. the Biden CBPA. Thanks for being honest for once, GOP. The amount of fentanyl seized, the GOP tweeted out, the amount of fentanyl seized at the border in January is the equivalent of more than 320 million lethal doses. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd just say 320 million Thank lives. you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to say about this anymore, Jody. Yeah. This is just, it's, the, the talking point is so incomprehensible and they're so married to it. They just can't stop. It's like a bad hack stand-up comic who st can't stop talking about airplane peanuts. Or the cake. <laughs> Please, it's enough already. This is, I, I want to, like, it's embarrassing for them. And, and you know what? I'm okay with that, ultimately. Uh, if they want to keep doing this, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But just from an analysis point of view, I still don't understand the reasoning. I guess to an extent what they want to say is, well, if all this is being seized, then there must be a whole lot more, more. that's getting passed. But they're not but saying first that. First of all, well, they're not saying it because there's no way to have any evidence for that. Right. Well, and so th I think that's holding them back from going that extra step. But what it makes it sound like is, well, we're just going to get these veiled compliments out about Joe Biden. Yeah. Thank you very much. And at the same time, they're trying to impeach Secretary Mayorkas. Yeah. We're the same thing. It's just madness. Well, I mean, and, and then uh, with Ron DeSantis is going to run on his COVID policy. Is that true? Oh, my God. Well, that's if it if he does, it's entirely revisionist. Yeah. And and he's preying on the fact that sadly enough in this country, we have a very short memory. <laughs> we have we're like that. The United States is like that Tom Hanks SNL character, Mr. Short Term Memory, uh -huh. <laughs> where we forget things very quickly. And and obviously we're forgetting the origins of COVID and what happened in those first whatever it was, I guess the first six months of 2020, mm -hmm. where Donald Trump didn't do anything for a couple of months, knowing the severity of the threat. And then after a couple of weeks decided, hey, you know what, this is not working. So everyone go and do whatever the heck you want to do. Right. And uh, it was the same with Ron DeSantis. His record on COVID in Florida was atrocious, but he they're going to sh wave their shiny keys at their uh, fanboys and say, hey, look, I said you could go to the beach. Hey, how about that? Yeah, I didn't close you, things spring down. Breakers, yeah. have fun. I said that. I'm all for free. I'm about freedom. Except and for gay I'm people against those, and women. And... Yeah, the woke mob <laughs> and their masks and their vaccines. So, uh, and then plus uh, hiring a Surgeon General who was horrendous as <laughs> far as his advice regarding the vaccines and okay. so on. Just the conspiracy theories. It's uh, utter madness. But again... 
with a Republican audience, the truth isn't going to matter all that much. It's just the, the Republican primaries are going to be all about who can out BS the other candidates. <laughs> and in that regard, Donald Trump has a leg up because no one can out BS Donald Trump. True. I mean, I think part of his strategy is to go after DeSantis for encouraging senior citizens to get vaccinated. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. how dare he even try to save one member of his constituency? <laughs> Especially in Florida. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's 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 incredible. I mean, like I've, we've talked about this on your show, too. Ron DeSantis isn't ready for prime time. Um, no, he's no. Scott Walker of 24, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think people are overestimating his chances and, and just setting him up. Because if uh, Donald Trump does crash and burn, and it's entirely possible that that's going to happen, Ron DeSantis will be there uh, as sort of the vulture to pick up the pieces. Right. And so he could end up getting the nomination, Ron DeSantis, just by default if Donald Trump just hit the support for him collapses. Now, remember, uh, I think in the straw poll, Trump got something like 62 percent of the vote in the CPAC straw poll. DeSantis was second with 20 percent. But you have to bear in mind, remember 2007? Barack Obama was far, far behind it's Hillary true. Clinton. Yeah. He was name recognition barely all registering. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then by the beginning of 2008, Barack Obama was winning Iowa, right. for example. And so that is possible for Ron DeSantis to, uh, to close that gap. Uh, but I, I think it's more interesting that the third place winner of the CPAC straw poll was that guy, Perry Johnson, who no one's ever heard of, who, by yeah. the way, couldn't get enough. <laughs> Have you seen the picture of Perry? Yeah. Perry Johnson looks like the Joker. From, oh, God. I mean, oh, yes, you showed, like yes, you showed a Joker. picture. Yeah. He also yeah. looks like the evil preacher from Poltergeist 2, as Hal Sparks pointed yes. out. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yes. Right. Yes. And I did see his, that. I, I'm pretty sure that when he ran for governor of Michigan, he couldn't even get enough signatures to get on the ballot. Oh, and boy. now well, this people is would run from him. He's frightening. Looking. Yeah, but he's <laughs> but he did better in the CPAC straw poll than Nikki Haley and Mike Pence. Yeah, not surprised. So what does that say <laughs> well, about this, the Republican the, deep yeah. bench? The CPAC straw poll historically hasn't been that good of an indicator. True. Um, mm-hmm. And especially this year, now that the C, now that CPAC has really lost its luster. Yeah, I'm not sure that, yeah. that it's really an indication of of what's to come in the future. Probably, probably. Not. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't think Perry Johnson has any serious right. chance. But right. just in terms of the hardcore MAGA red hat people who yeah. showed up at CPAC, the fact that Perry Johnson did better than Mike Pence and, and Nikki Haley shows you or may give you a, a sort of a canary in the coal mine about yeah. support for those two uh, among the uh, Donald Trump faithful. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, goodness gracious, it's getting late. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming. I'll see you tomorrow. Well, I won't see you tomorrow, but I will talk at you tomorrow. On we'll the pre- we'll pretend to see each other tomorrow. Okay. We'll talk to each other, but yeah. <laughs> All right, have a good one, Subscribe Bob. Subscribe to the Bob, right. Bob, Bob, Bob Seska show. show. Yes, yes, wherever you get your podcasts, exactly. especially on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Yes. Bye, Bob. Bye, Bye, Bob. Bye everybody. Bye. Inconceivable! It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller.
sing it. Uh, 323-410-0458 is the number. I'm Jody Hamilton sitting in for Ms. Miller while she is visiting the other Ms. Miller. Yeah, the Miller. other Stephanie Miller. The other Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Sr. Yeah. Um, so, j- so we were talking about CPAC. So Carrie Lake came in f- number f- among the four women that Donald is considering for his VP pick. And then we noted yesterday that she cannot be vice president whilst also being governor. Right. That's her Newsflash, lady. You're not governor. You're not governor. Yeah. Um, Katie Hobbs would like to take issue. Yeah, she's, she's, she'd like a word. The problem with Carrie Lake is she can totally outshine Donald Trump. She's better looking. She's smarter to a certain degree. Her makeup is better. She has better filters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, her tan looks natural. Yeah. He um, could learn from her. He could learn a lot from her. They're thinking, though, that he's going to pick Nikki Haley. He wants to pick a lady person. Right. I don't think Nikki Haley's a good choice if I were... Donald. I don't think she is. With all of her like cognitive tests and everything? Yeah, I don't, I don't think she... I think Sarah Sanders, though, might be a good I choice. I could see that. I, I could see... Because she's look. not... Look. Look. Yeah. Look. Look. I'm going to be look. vice president. Yeah. All right. It's 58 minutes after the hour. We'll be right back. Malcolm Nance at the bottom of the next hour. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Well, I was glad to see those comments. Obviously, what Carlson is doing to, uh, to quote Senator Tillis is BS. Um... You know, it's a complete lie. Why is he doing this? Uh, that's something I think that needs to be discussed. But um, it's just garbage to try and say that there wasn't a riot, that people weren't harmed. It was somehow some, you know, tourist visit. It's just, they must think their viewers are stupid, really. How, how disrespectful of their viewers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's correct. Zoe Lofgren, for, yeah. for your listening pleasure. 323-410-0458 is the number. It is seven minutes past the hour. I'm Jody Hamilton sitting in for Stephanie Miller with Chris and Travis Hi. on International Ladies' Day. So whatever you say goes, Miss Hamilton. Um, thank you, sir. Since you're the only chick on the show today. I am the only I chick mean, if here. I mean, I mean unless there's we get others, callers. There's yeah. others. There are chicks wait in the waiting room. And we will but, give you the respect you deserve too, ladies. Yeah, but it's all a sausage fest as far as guests goes. Oh, it totally is. That's yeah. what I like about today. <laughs> you have all these men here to serve you. Uh-huh. I love that. I, I, do I get on a, one of those thingies that you carry me on? A sedan chair? Yeah, why not? <laughs> or a fainting couch, well, whatever. You're going to pull a Mad- <laughs> Madeline Kahn on us? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, no, yes, yes. Okay. Um, and and uh, McCarthy went on to say <laughs> this after Zoe said what she said. They, they played this clip for her to respond to. Do you have any concerns about anything that aired? Look, I, I didn't see what was aired. What I trans, uh, wanted to do exactly is give the transparency to everybody and everybody can make up their own. Uh, and Zoe went on to, to her react. response to that. <laughs> what do you think about the defense? Weak, pathetic. <laughs> You know, um, we were very cautious in the committee to work with the Capitol Police, and we didn't air anything that they hadn't cleared. And I happen to know that that was not the case uh, with Mr. Carlson's uh, video. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the case, mm-hmm. is, is McCarthy is so disingenuous. Yeah. In, in oh, he literally said, I didn't watch. 
How do you... Okay, this is the next day in the afternoon and you don't realize what Tucker has done and what's been the news cycle for the last 24 hours and you're the Speaker of the House? Yeah. Really? 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 Anito and... Uh, Anito. Anita and Anito? San Antonio. I was just reading Another San Antonio chair. and you Anita at the same time. I'm sorry, Anita. Hi. <laughs> That's okay. I've never heard of Anito. Anito. You're Anito. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to clarify something. Well, I saw an interview with um, Laura... In- she, they pronounce it Ingraham. Her brother said it's pronounced Ingraham. Okay. But he... Yeah, he talks about how they were raised. Their father was a, was a Nazi. He used Ooh. to keep... Um, mein Kampf in their house yeah. and they just had a just a weird terrible upbringing and then him it... uh oh oh no she read something where it okay. talked about when she was at Duke and she was on the newspaper uh-huh. and she was outing you know gay people at, at Duke and um, you know person. against without in, you know without them you know approving of it or even knowledge having knowledge of it people would were closeted. This was back in the early 80s, right? Right. And then um, one of them actually killed himself. Oh, that's terrible. She's just a horrible, evil person. Yes, she is. She is, and her brother uh, definitely is not... um, Not a fan. They don't go to Thanksgiving together, that's for sure. No, she went to to school with Dinesh D'Souza. Oh, there you go. I'm sure you're familiar with him. I think they dated. At one time, they they dated... Ooh, gross. Gross. Well, um, at one time, and I got this from David um, Brock's book, Blinded by the Light. By the right. And he's, he, by the, blinded by the right. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, you're right. And, uh, and, and he talks about how they had this cupcake sale. And to prove some sort of point about affirmative action or something like that, they were selling these cupcakes to black and brown people uh, at a lower cost. Mm. Oh, it was all it was disgusting. Wow. They were trying to prove, look, why should why why should they get a break and white you know and uh, white people have to pay full price? <laughs> oh God! I mean, it was just they would do things like this. Wow! And yeah, they, yeah. So the swastika didn't fall far from the tree. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Anita, not Anito, though okay. you are Nito. You are Nito. Okay, yeah. You can call me anything you want, Jody. All right, thanks, honey. Have a good day. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> she is Nito. Yeah. She's yeah. Wow. The swastika does doesn't... not fall from the tree. That's that. If you guys that's... titled this show, that would be the title of the show. We don't title shows. I know you don't. No. I don't. I number that's too mine. Too much work. I number mine <laughs> as well. We did seven twelve yesterday. Number seven twelve. Um. So Trump has called for the House Select Committee members to be tried for treason. Mm-hmm. As one does. Uh, now the uh, US, uh, 18 U.S.C. 2381 is the treason statute, mm-hmm. and whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them, as Malcolm tells us, and we will be talking to him at the bottom of the hour, uh, them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere, is guilty of treason and shall suffer death or shall be imprisoned, not less than five years, and fined under this title, but not less than $10,000, and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States. What the select committee did was not that. Right. No. They Um, were in defense of the United States, actually. And the people who committed treason, if you're going to say, or who declared war against the United States were Trump supporters on January 6th. Right. So, and then then Elon, who is determined to kill Twitter. um, Uh, Yeah. He's just determined to kill Twitter. I don't know why. Um, He likes losing money, apparently. Um, He's... Helping to pr- promote Tucker's 
ideas. He's yeah, f- quote, he's bought falling in. He, for he's it. bought into it. Um, uh, he celebrated Carlson airing the footage. He responded to Mike Cernovich, Tr- uh, Trnov- um, who launched his political career as the Pizzagate theorist. Um, so he said it was shocking what Tucker has revealed, you know. Musk also said, wow, to footage from Carlson showing that police officer Sicknick was seen walking around despite the media reporting he died during the attack. He died the next day. Nobody reported that he died that day. Correct. Um, uh, so his family, Sicknick's family, this is part of the statement that they released yesterday. On video, Officer Sicknick looks like he managed to shake off the chemical irritants and resume his duties, the family said. That he did, but his sense of duty and incredible work ethic were driving the driving force, which sent him back in spite of his injuries and no doubt contributed to his succumbing to his injuries the following day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then the family asked, what will it take to silence the lies from people like Carlson? Sue him. That's my suggestion. Sue him. If they can, please do. They d- and right now, I mean, they're looking at not just the $1.6 billion for Dominion, but there's other companies. Mm-hmm. It's like $4.5 billion they're being sued for at the right. moment. Destroy Fox News. Please do. Um, Musk responded on Twitter accusing uh, the January 6th committee of sending people to prison for far more serious crimes than they committed. Um, the committee can't do that. No, it's that's DOJ. That's right. DOJ, Department. and a yeah. lot of those... The committee can only make recommendations. Exactly. Right. I mean, they can... And the DOJ can... And they don't even make sens- sentencing recommendations. No. They just make... Hey, you make might a, want to indict right. this the guy. The most they can do is a criminal referral. Right, here, right. here, here are some charges we think they can be brought up on. You yeah. might want to think about say. this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like denying a subpoena. We would like this person to be arrested for denying our congressional subpoena, thank right. you very much, but it's up to the DOJ. And not all of those were. No, not all of them were. You're absolutely right. No, it's it's kind of, it's... <sighs> Tucker, 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 Tucker. I think that if what Tucker has said about Donald gets to Donald, I think Donald's going to really turn back against them. I don't think he will at this point because Tucker is one of the people that Donald Trump needs. Mm, yeah, he's, I mean, as, as... Trump needs Tucker more than Tucker needs Trump. Oh, you're absolutely right. There's no doubt about that. I mean, as much as Tucker and everybody was afraid during the Trump election, has turned on people he's needed before, though. Yeah, he, so I don't, I don't know that. Uh, I don't I, know that I, that comes into uh, Trump's thinking. I just feel like he's running out of lifelines. I think right pure now. loyalty is Trump's thinking. I get, I get that. I, I, and and Tucker, after Trump finds out about this, will will deem Tucker disloyal. Uh, great, unless I, Tucker grovels. Which he well. might. Well, he's and, doing and Trump, that right now with this Trump, footage. Yeah. Trump yeah. enjoys groveling. Yes. Oh, yes. He totally so, enjoys that. You know, who See knows? Mitt Romney. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, this is the other interesting part about the Dominion lawsuit is that they're, they're using Maria Bartiromo's doubts about the election as their defense. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, That's one piece of one of the networks that are involved in this. Thing. Yeah. I mean. The only relevant is so Fratto. Is that how you pronounce his last name from Dominion? That one I don't know. Um, Fox unearthed the communications between Bartiromo and Fratto, um, and it shows that she had been on the fence about Trump's theories. Um, so she d- invited Dominion on her show mm-hmm. to, you know, defend themselves. Um, in a series of emails, uh, Fox unveiled uh, the emails between the two of them. And uh, Frado appeared at one point to praise the host's pushback. I saw the interview, and I know that everyone who questions Powell is being attacked. I hope it's not too crazy. I truly don't understand why she believes this Venezuela connection. It's not at all true and never has been. It's so weird. Um, 
then she offered to put Dominion CEO on the air and she said to him do you want me to put the CEO on uh, noting that Powell was pushing this and Frado's response was the only relevant evidence is that the machines worked again everywhere they're being used this woman is harassing employees Sidney Powell yeah and they're getting death threats and that's why they're protecting their LinkedIn accounts this is madness and but Bart Romo just seemed to believe what was going on and that's that's Fox's defense right one anchor on a lesser watched network mm -hmm. that doesn't influence people like Tucker and Sean yeah. and Lara um, who has a voice for <coughs> mine she and Mark Levin have a voice for mine God. they really really don't they're mm -hmm. and they they're both started out on radio well actually ah, Laura didn't start out on radio she was just a lawyer How'd you get the How do I get that game? Like a lot of these people did during the OJ trial. All of these uh, lawyers became were... pundits during the OJ trial. Makes that makes a lot of yeah, sense. You know, and so they, this whole generation of lawyers came out of that, and now they're these big TV stars because Dan Abrams was one of them. I remember him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's a whole generation of people, and Laura Ingram was one of them. Ah, but her voice. I know. Ah. Well, next time there's a big trial, Jody, you need to use your Law and Order degree to uh, get some. Pundit. Yeah, I'll get right on that one. <laughs> I'll have I'll have the hashtag Sisters in Law podcast put yeah. me on first to yeah. see how they can, you know, how good I do on with those th those, those four women. Yeah. <laughs> you you can't cite an episode of Law and Order as precedent. What? Well, there are people though that are in like law school that. Like when they're starting out and they have to do a mock trial mm -hmm. and they literally do the worst openings and closings because they just know it on television. Yeah. And they don't know, like, did you not learn the rules of evidence mm -hmm. and how an opening has to, when you're going to do an opening statement, what you say has to be what you're going to provide in evidence. Mm -hmm. And, and it ha the judge has to approve of all of that ahead of time. And it's so dry and it's usually not that exciting and it takes a good several hours to do depending especially the the bigger the crime yeah i mean it takes 30 on on law and order it's like a three minute mm -hmm. opening statement no, yeah that's not how it works no it would be longer than the entire show for yeah. an opening statement right um yeah, justice does not work like the episodes of law and order no. that you see no it doesn't i mean i took a communications in legal settings was a class that i took yeah. and it was all about how to communicate in law not about the law right it was the rules of evidence and stuff like that because it was completely to treat to train pre-law students how to act in court. Okay, no, that's that's very important. It is super important yeah, because we, it is a performance. You're performing totally for is. the jury, absolutely. And if the jury sees you as untrustworthy, you're losing the case for your client. Oh yeah, we even uh, a jury consultant came in and they said, now if you're on the defense side, you want to wear earth tones because it's more pleasing and you don't look as yeah. as frightening. It goes down. It goes down to it warms. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, Marsha. Things like that. I mean, hair. And and then if you're the prosecutor, you want to wear blues and grays and blacks and because you look strong. Uh -huh. and, and we actually were on a mock jury that was based on a real trial. Mm -hmm. And we found this guy guilty of rape. Three years earlier, same trial uh, was on, on a different mock jury from our school. Mm -hmm. And um, everything was the same. The evidence was the same. But the lawyers trying the case, the mock case, were different because it was years earlier. And the witnesses were different actors. So that yeah. also would matter. They found the guy not guilty. We found him guilty. The real jury found him guilty. Mm -hmm. um, so it was very interesting because our teachers goes, yeah, the last jury, the, the last mock trial that we did, they came back with a not guilty verdict 
on the same exact facts. Yeah. And that's yeah. how you know that it's about the lawyering. Uh-huh. It's about the presentation. <clears throat> Absolutely. Lawyers, I mean, there's a reason that they, the good ones cost a billion dollars an exactly. hour. Exactly. Oh, yes. Here she is, Stephanie Miller, host of the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, yeah, we got the group at the house tonight. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. I came to get down. I came to get down. So get down to seat and jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump around. Jump up, jump up and get down. It is 26 minutes after the hour on <laughs> jump, the Stephanie jump, Miller jump. show. I'm sorry, that song takes me back to going to Tijuana when I was in college before we were old enough to drink in bars and California. Now this re- that song reminds me of uh, My Name is Earl because okay. one of the characters on the show was a dancer uh-huh. and they were trying to raise money for something and th- this other character she didn't like mm-hmm. and, she, and she's that song she's jumping okay. up and down to at a strip <laughs> joint she goes uh-huh. I'm not jumping f- I'm jumping for you Earl not for joy which was the other characters uh-huh. I'm not jumping for joy. Got it. Um, so I, that just immediately I just see her jumping around and Underwear, basically. Uh-huh. That and George's um, Bizarre Love Triangle, Tijuana, 1993. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, uh, Michael from California, you're on with Chris and Travis. Hi. 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 How are you guys doing? You're doing a great job this week. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Call. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about, uh, you guys were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I believe that the Republican Party was grooming him for the presidency uh, because about that time, uh, you know, he had that secret meeting with Ken Lay, and then all of a sudden Enron started jacking up prices and caused the energy crisis, and then there's the recall, and, uh, you know, they prop him up. And then about that same time, the, the National Republicans started floating this idea that you shouldn't have to be a natural-born citizen to be president of the United States. I remember that. And, I remember uh, that. Mm-hmm. Orrin Hatch was out front and center on this on all the Sunday shows talking about, oh, if, if you've been a citizen for 25 years, you're an American. You know, you shouldn't have to be a natural-born citizen. <laughs> so that was, you know, that, you don't have to be a cryptologist to put, that, put all right. that together, you know. No, I know. They definitely uh, wanted to change the rules for, for people they, to yeah, run for the presidency. But, I, you know, high sleeper cells. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, Most likely Arnold Schwarzenegger is not a spy. We can talk to Malcolm about that at the bottom of the hour. But, no, I understand not allowing naturalized citizens, even if they've been here since as infants. You never know. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, trust me, there are enough of us that don't support our country that are natural-born citizens. So, hi, MTG and others. Um, We had one who was a natural-born citizen who still was a traitor. Exactly. Thank you very much. For the win. Uh, <laughs> it is 29 minutes after the hour. We will be back on the Stephanie Miller Show with Malcolm. Yeah. That's right.
millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television. With contempt for the facts, disregard of the risks, and knowing full well he was lying, lying to his audience, Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. Uh, yes, uh, that was Chuck Schumer, and he is correct. Mm-hmm. And we have some backup right now. Our lovely... Morning, Malcolm. How are you? I'm sorry. That last quote has me chugging. Something <laughs> <out of the laughs> <bottle>. <laughs> Good morning. I'm fine. Good. I'm Good. glad to hear that. So, yeah, we were talking before about what your thoughts are on Tucker Carlson and what he's doing to us. Yeah. I find it fascinating that in the Dominion lawsuit, Tucker Carlson apparently is sort of immune from Fox News's reign. Yeah. And if we look at the internal uh, text that they've been sending, I mean, he seems to have complete, utter contempt for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Fox is talking about firing Maria Bartiromo, uh and others who have Sean Hannity. These are big moneymakers. But look, the big, fat, you know, white bow tie wearing or formerly bow tie wearing cash cow of Tucker Carlson. They are quintupling down. They're talking like he doesn't exist and letting him go on TV with all this nutty stuff every night. Mm-hmm. I suspect that this may be a, a, a one of those situations where Fox is really going to have to change their stripes if they tend to remain viable. Well, yeah, I mean, to me, um, everybody that was injured and the families of those who died because of the insurrection should all mm-hmm. sue Tucker Carlson and Fox News. Sue them both for billions of dollars oh. each. Absolutely. I mean, they the full OJ should be happening. I here, agree. Right? I mean, every individual officer who was injured should file a billion dollar lawsuit. I agree completely. And and personally to Tucker, Sean Hannity, Laura, oh, the, yes. all of them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Full an Alex and Jones every, lawsuit on him, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, dogpile. Yeah. Do the Newtown uh, routine on them. Their words have consequences. And, and another thing, you know, if they try to get away by saying, well, we were public figures, we were only reporting, there was no reporting right. going on at all. They were stating as fact mm-hmm. that the election was stolen. We have people even now, every day, coming out and saying, greatest crime in America's history. Fo- Tucker is saying that right now on Fox. Yeah. So we should see just how much damage the machine can take. More importantly... Every one of us is paying almost $8 in carrier fees Mm -hmm. to our cable company, which is how Fox earns two-thirds of its profit. I know. So maybe we should start a national campaign to defund Fox. I'm with you on that. Put them on a higher tier. Make people pay more for it because it's on your basic cable package right now. You can't not have it, and it's that's that's the worst thing about it. I mean, mine is parental blocked, so people in my house can't turn it on. (laughs) Uh, I just don't want to. Yeah, it's just like, nope, nope, nobody gets to watch it here. So um, 
Travis sent me a very interesting story involving a Czech company that makes like inflatable Malcolm. weapons as decoys oh. in Ukraine. Have you been, were you near any of those things? I mean, do you have any, any comment on it? <laughs> well, first off, yeah, I've seen that. They have these inflatable T-72 tanks yeah. that are almost indistinguishable from the real thing visually outside of a few hundred meters. Wow. And my favorite part is, is they actually have these pots, heat packets that will go across the back so that if you're looking at these in, uh, decoys with a thermal imaging camera, it will make the heat signature of that tank when its engine is running. Wow. And of course, you use some multi-thousand, multi-million dollar, you know, missile system to try to blow it up. But I, I personally hope that the Ukrainians are using this in space. I mean, it's almost as valuable, you know, I mean, for, you know, I think the cost is like 20,000 bucks. Yeah, it's not much. You know, if you get a million dollars worth of those, you can make the Russians think that you have a hundred tanks yeah. Yeah. in that sector. And, and I, I think that, that goes to the cleverness of some of these companies. Yeah. Uh, we use systems like this in our army training where you can put them over the top of a Toyota Land Cruiser or, a, or a, 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 you know, a small car and it will move around looking like it's a tank or an armored personnel carrier. Super That's so fun. cool. That is the cool. When yeah. I read that story, I was like, this is just cool. And, and let's get cool. Russia to waste their and money. And also Russia's stupid. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if it looks, you know, you're going to take a risk one way or the other. It looks like a tank and walks like a tank. You shoot at it like it's a tank. Exactly. Exactly. It's a bouncy castle for bombs. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. (laughs) I said that yesterday. I said some rich kid in Beverly Hills is asking their dad for one of those for the bounce house at his birthday party. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, uh, U.S. officials have now said that they think a pro-Ukrainian group blew up Nord Stream. What do you think of that? Now, they're not saying it's Ukrainian government. They're not saying anything like that. Some of the reporting is they could be Ukrainian and Russian nationals. What do you, you have your faces in your hands? <laughs> yeah, okay. This is a good time to plug that all of you should follow me on malcolmnance.substack.com. Yep. There we go. What? Malcolm, why are you wanting us to subscribe to your awesome-ass newsletter <laughs> and your Black Man Spy podcast? Because I'm going to explain this in detail, how spies put out a myriad of fake stories will actually create fake resistance groups, you know, in order to catch unwitting Ukrainians or unwitting Westerners and then take claim for things they've never had to take. Look, this bull started with Seymour Hirsch, a Mm -hmm. down and out journalist, an old, old Mm -hmm. guy who said that the United States Navy blew up right, that pipeline that, with yeah. ships that were nowhere near it. Now, two weeks ago, a Ukrainian group shows up in Russia, perfect equipment, supposedly now doing battle in Russia, then disappeared. Everybody said, ooh, look, Ukrainians are up there. You know who said they weren't? The Ukrainians. Yeah. Right. Now, now it's a shadowy group. All right, of amateur divers dive 80 meters down to the bottom of this pipeline and make precision cuts that only military-grade weapons uh, using military-grade systems with nobody seeing a bunch of amateur divers down there. All right, look, if you go 200 kilometers to the east, there is a Russian commando base full of mini-submarines that go into Swedish, Finnish, Danish waters all the time and do nefarious acts. 
Now, could it be them or could it be a bunch of amateur Ukrainian divers who don't know anything about pipelines or explosives? Oh, the media is going to go, hey, we're going to go with them. That's because the New York Times is full of idiots. And what they did was thinly sourced. It's like they want to be ahead of a story that's breaking news. Okay, get your butts over to that Russian commando base that has been operating there forever. And maybe you'll find out who actually did it. I mean, this is like chasing OJ. Hmm. (laughs) If if they did it. You know, the rush is going to put that book out. Oh, yeah, they are. You're absolutely right. Um, uh, I loved your tweet about Tim Scott. Um, uh, why? Why do you plague me so? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm pushing your buttons. I'm, I'm riling you up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now back to domestic American politics. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you Tim s- Scott. Yeah. You read the tweet. Uh, he he tweeted out the secret sauce of the next great American century ain't a secret. We need a leader who believes in America's story of faith and perseverance. Hmm, Tim Scott. Who was that all the way up to that point? <laughs> Donald Trump. That's mm-hmm. who Tim Scott was backing all the way up here. Yep. Tim Scott, quote unquote, hints that he's running towards a presidential candidacy is nothing more than uh, I believe I called it a step and fetch. Yes, you did. You did. did. Yeah, well, let me explain something to you. Back in the oldie days, when (laughs) slave hunters were out trying to catch runaway slaves, Mm -hmm. one of the little techniques they bought was also sort of like the Russians, a false flag. You would bring a very subservient slave. You would feed him better. You would treat him better. You would give him some deference. And you would send him into the woods that you suspected runaway slaves were in. And he would gain their confidence, give them food, bring them out into the hands of the slave catchers. Mm -hmm. There's always one. There's always a reek, right? There's always a person who is a turncoat. And that's Tim Scott. There's 47.2 million African Americans. And Tim Scott has the support of Kanye West and Candace Owens. And the black delegation trades both of them for vanilla ice. <laughs> <laughs> and I like all your betting of these people that don't believe that you've been to uh, Ukraine. It's it's the, it's the fa- my favorite trolling that you keep doing to these these idiots. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, my technique, my new technique is because you know we have a whole bunch of. It's not just Russian trolls. We have a bunch of right-wing trolls. Mm -hmm. Some are ex-military. They've got this thing in their head. And their whole reason of reason debts, their whole reason of being, is to prove I was never in Ukraine. And that's what it was for the first 10 months. And then when I was in Ukraine, they would say, well, you just did photo ops. You were actually in Poland or you were in a hotel, five-star hotel. And when I show evidence, they go, well, you didn't actually fight. And then, you know, they want me step by step to do that when someday maybe Vice Television will have all my videos and you can pay me uh, for that. But I came to find a technique that we should all use when you're confronting people who present you with absolute abject lies. Bet them real money. Yeah. I I said 10,000 bucks cash. Here's what we're going to do. I was going to give it to a third party. I give up 10,000. He gives up 10000 The third party will hold it. And then we will have neutral judges live stream this, yeah. right, on Twitter and Twitter spaces and, you know, we, free speech TV, whatever, YouTube. And then I said, now you will ask me the question. 
and they'll say, well, you weren't in combat in Ukraine. And I'll go, Waha, here's the full length video of me behind Russian lines, blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm not releasing that until I see real money because their $10,000 is going to go back to fund my Ukrainian army battalion. Amen. So if you suckers want to step up to that, step up. Guys are up there saying stupid stuff like, your rifle's optics are backwards. Well, why don't you go to the website? You know, no, never mind that. $1,000. Let's go. Yeah, right? no, I love that you're doing they that. They back down every time. Mm -hmm. We should do that for everything. It'd be we could make some money potentially, um, and I love oh, yeah. I loved your tweet at um, Elon. Seek help and the voices in your head that urged you to burn forty four billion dollars of Saudi and Tesla cash to post this silly. I can't say that word. Might stop. Then again, maybe crashing the Twitter plane was always the plan for you. I think you're right. I think you're right. He's he's just just. I don't think it'll be a viable uh, platform by the end of the year. It started hiccuping this week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, serious hiccups. Uh, you know, I'm preparing. That's why I'm at MalcolmNance.substack.com, right? <laughs> and, uh, because another thing I learned, I was at the Tucson Festival of Books this week, mm -hmm. and I found that people really want to hear from me more than 30-second blurbs. Yeah. I mean, right. Steph, so many people, and shout out to all you Steph heads I met in Tucson. They were up, I love you, I'm on Stephanie Miller. These people were my age or older, you know, right. in mid-60s, 70s. And I was like, wow, she's got a big following. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? They want to hear the truth. They want to hear the alternative to the crazy out there. And, you know, we, you know, me, uh, David Korn, Mark Leibovich, uh, Philip Bump, the whole, both rooms for both sessions were fully sold out. Great. And I mean, yeah, Linda Ronstadt next door and Bernie Sanders coming up after us. So <laughs> nice. maybe we just got the overflow. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I doubt that as well. Well, we have, we have some great listeners in uh, Tucson, thanks to our. Well, we had an affiliate there for for quite a long time. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. there's there's hundreds of Stephens. I sold out all of my books there right and on. signed them. Awesome. Right and uh, I even got to go on C-SPAN and call. The guy asked me, he's like, well, "What do you think about Republicans inside with Trump?" I go, "Idiots." <laughs> yes. On C-SPAN. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, thank you so much for calling in, uh, Malcolm. You stay safe, and and uh, you will be able to talk to Ms. Miller next week. That's correct. And don't forget the podcast okay. and the Substack. Don't forget yes. the podcast and the Substack. And we've linked to them. That's the Black Man Spy podcast, because it explains all of yep. Ukraine from in Ukraine one year ago. Yep. Oh, I and, cannot wait to hear And it. we've linked to your Substack on all of our socials. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Bye, Malcolm. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, Malcolm. And that's the way the news goes. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Listen to Stephanie Miller from a location midway between the loudspeakers. This sequence is repeated several times. It is 54 minutes, sorry, after the hour. This is, I am Jody Hamilton. You are. Hi, on you International are. Women's Day. 323 uh, is the number. Hello, Annie in North Carolina. Hi, good morning. Good morning. You guys, you guys are doing fabulous. Thank you. You're my lifeline. I tell you what, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, three hours of you guys and Tom Hartman, Aww. Randy Rhodes, and then Michael Angelo, Signorelli on Sirius. 
anyway, um, I'm calling about Malcolm. I saw his um, uh, gig in Tucson over the weekend. Oh, awesome. Oh, nice. It was it was fantastic. And um, I tried to call in at the call-in part and couldn't get through. But if people want to watch that panel with uh, David Korn and uh, Leibowitz, mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. was the other man's name, um, go to either cspan.org or booktv.org. Got it. Got and okay. And you'll find it. And, and actually, you know what? Stephanie's on booktv.org. She is. I happened, yeah, I, I, I watched it years ago. Yeah, when and, we, were, um, she, we were in D.C. for an inauguration, I think for the second Obama inauguration, and they, asked her, right. they asked her to come into um, the C-SPAN, C-SPAN studios to talk about her book. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's yeah. a fantastic, I, I need to go back and look at it again, but anyway, Malcolm was fantastic, and I'm one of those 60 to 70-year-olds um, that, <laughs> flocked him over there in Tucson and and Jody your mom's show I did a lot of babysitting <laughs> and your mother's show was just like oh my gosh and there's a channel I have um Dish Network mm-hmm. there's a channel that's been playing her Me like marathon um I don't remember the channel um, name, there, anyway, I, I know on some on stuff like I have Samsung TV plus and there's also Tubi uh, uh, Tubi might have it, and Nomi TV has it, uh, and uh, 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 Pluto TV. There they all go. have a twenty-four hour uh, Carol Burnett show channel where they just show Carol Burnett shows <gasps> over and oh, over wow. and over again. Yeah, yeah. You might want to check it out. Yeah. It's on yeah. uh, if you get Pluto TV for for like your Apple TV or your Roku or whatever. It'll be on there. That explains the okay. check from well. It, um, Dish Network has a channel that's doing just nothing but her shows. Okay, that like, could be oh part of it. Could be part of it. Yeah. It, it could be part of it. I think because her 90th birthday is coming up, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. So, anyway, I love you guys, and Malcolm is always so um, so important to pay attention to. Yeah. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, okay. Annie. Aww, Bye-bye. That was nice. You did that was fair. Sorry, I cut you off. That was very nice of her. Yeah. And I didn't know that my mom... There are over 200 shows. Sure. And if they're doing even just the half hours, you can get... No, they're doing the entire... The full hours. Yes, because you see the old um, animation for the old intros, you know, with CBS but Television City and all of that. I know I did those. Yeah. I, I edited Yeah, those. and I'm, I had never seen that before because I'd only seen the, the half-hour syndicated Carol Burnett shows. Well, I mean, then those are the ones that we edited. Yeah, uh, right. Because we had to use the old stuff. Yeah. Um, for the first five years. Yeah, and you had to take out all the musical performances too. Not all of them. Not okay. Um, uh, some of them. If if it was original material, uh huh, that was written for the show, right? Like my dad wrote some stuff, and right. and the other songwriters, then we could do it. But if it was copyrighted, mop, every all the powers that be were like, yeah. can we not have copyright? That's not ours. <laughs> they yeah, they don't want to pay That's for the not such an issue. Yeah. Oh my gosh, huge issue. Huge, huge issue. It is 7, uh, 7.58. It's 58 minutes after the hour. We'll be right back on the Stephanie Miller Show with Carlos Alizraki. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. I think it's bull****. I was down there, and I saw maybe a few tourists, a few people who got caught up in things, but when you see police barricades breached, when you see police officers assaulted, 
all of that, or you had to be in close proximity to it. If you were just a tourist, you should have probably lined up at the visitor center and came in on an orderly basis. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. That's what tourists do. That's what they're supposed to do. Yes. They don't break in and through police barricades. And plus, there were no tours going on at the time right. anyway, legally True. speaking. Six minutes after the hour, 323-410-0458 is the number. I am Jody Hamilton sitting in for Ms. Miller with Chris and Travis. And look who's here. <laughs> That's good coffee. I take it back, like my man. Coffee with Carlos sells Rocky. I have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. She never has a second cup of coffee at home. Mountain grown coffee. Carlos sells Rocky. I was going to make espresso. And baked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. Hola, Carlos. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been trying to think about that analogy of it was just a tour, everything is great. Look at all this footage of how calm it was. It's like the. The poor person that's been roofied at a bar. She looks fine. Look, she left voluntarily with him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's like the the bank robber that walks into the bank prior to robbing said bank. Well, yeah, look, he was just ro- walking into the bank. Slip, yeah. You know. I mean, says hello to the guard. Yeah. Everything's great. <laughs> Everything's great. And then he just took off with twenty grand in a bag that with a blue dye pack. I mean, well, there's Kyle Dunnigan. Oh, uh, not Kyle Dunnigan, my favorite. Kyle Rittenhouse being dropped off by his mother. Yeah. He's, he's just there to. Shoot wild animals that might hurt the protesters. There you go. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. Like, it's it's amazing to me that I, I don't think he's going to get away with it this time. As far as because there's so much other footage that we've seen on a loop, and a lot of us watched it as it happened. You know. Yeah. Yeah. In real time. Exactly. You know, yeah. We believe what we saw. We believe our eyes. We believe the evidence for sure. Exactly. And and we've been talking about this all morning and yesterday too. That I think that. Anybody that was injured at that point in time or died subsequently or that day, their family members and those that were injured should sue Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and Laura mm-hmm. and Fox mm-hmm. f- each for a billion dollars. Put them, out of bin- put them out of business. Business. Put them out of business. Yeah, for knowingly lying about mm-hmm. the, the election results. And unfortunately, we have these far left comedians with English accents and long hair saying M- MSNBC does the same thing. No, there are degrees to which networks or corporate media might say things or omit things so as to hide the truth but you when it comes down to it there are degrees of deceitfully lying of which or to which fox did the most horrific thing so i I don't like this sort of argument from the far left that everybody does it no not like that no not like that and when when somebody like that dude when somebody makes a mistake on these other networks they usually correct it if it's a, yes. an egregious enough mistake, they'll be like, hey, we reported on this. This was not true. We apologize to whoever they need to apologize to. Whereas Fox News, they're they're doubling down on this. They always double down. And the Newsmax says you don't go far enough. And then Trump complains that Fox News isn't being protective enough. It's, yeah, it, there, are, there are degrees. So don't fall into this trap that all corporate media is the same. It, they're agree. not. It's like all, again, everybody that you date, if you're a girl, is not the same. One tried to hold your hand. One tried to go way farther, and that right. way farther is Fox News. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Michael in the Bronx. Hey, how you doing, buddy? How you feeling? Hey, Jody, can you hear me? Okay, I, we can hear you. How are you feeling? Do you feel better? Getting there, okay, getting good. there slowly. <clears throat> yeah. In case anybody didn't know, I had surgery yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we <laughs> but you're on this morning. Good. Yeah. Dedication. Adam, Adam Surgery, smurgery. I'm calling in. <laughs> Well, I've got to exercise the voice, you know. Yeah. I was able to talk regularly as of late um, yesterday afternoon with a little bit of slur, but 
I was coming out of the anesthesia at the right. same time. So. Right. But all progressing, slowly but surely. Yay. I had to call him for two things. First off, Tucker Carlson. If you play back his audio, he said he was contradicted himself. He says um, a peaceful chaos. Now, <laughs> to me, that's a contradiction right there. If you listen closely, yeah. there's nothing chaotic. Party. There's nothing chaotic about peace. It's total, total opposition. You're either in peace or you're causing chaos. Right. Which yeah. is it? Tucker Carlson came and tell the freaking truth for that matter. But then I'm seeing what's going on with Tucker Carlson and Kevin McCarthy, mm-hmm. and I'm making a direct connection with what the hell is going on in Georgia, which I find to be an absolute obstruction of justice. Absolutely. The plot to try to remove D.A. Um, Fannie Wilson, mm-hmm. because she's got the goods against Trump, and it's all, again, these GOP promoting Trumpism, the same clowns that say, oh, I'm through with Trump and all that. So as far as I'm concerned, they're aiding and abetting a criminal and terrorist and makes them all a bunch of terrorists. A big suggestion to um, Attorney General Merrick Garland, if you should happen to be listening, we're waiting for you to wake up, start taking action against Trump and all those aiding and abetting him. If you can't do it, speak to President Biden, say you want out, and that perhaps we should make Fannie Wilson Attorney General should she done what seems to be a hell of a lot more than what you're doing unless you've um, got something to show us that we don't know. Well, okay, okay. First off, um, he's right about the mm-hmm. Georgia legislation yes. that is mm-hmm. about to be signed into law. Um, there's some things that are going to work out between the Senate and the Assembly's bills, but it's going to be signed into law in the next couple of weeks, which means Fani should probably... Throw those now. indictments right. now, um, if she can. No um, time like the present. Yep. No Seize the day. Exactly. At a girl, but but the thing yep. is, is is Allison Gill has brought this up mm-hmm. that Fonnie Willis had more direct evidence that that Donald did something wrong sooner than Merrick Garland even being appointed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so for anybody to not give her the same kind of grief that they're giving to Merrick Garland is interesting to to because we all are like, what the phone call? That's that's evidence, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. recorded. So, so I, I mean, I understand what he's saying, but I, I still feel that Merrick Garland's doing everything that he can do, and he wants to make it as perfect as he possibly can. Yeah, you, you, you want to make, dot cross all the T's and dot all the I's, you want to make sure that there's no sort of escape route, and so it takes time. Yeah. It's, it's, if you roll it back, could you imagine Obama or Hillary making that same phone call? Hey, listen, man, um, I'm going to need 11,000 more votes. The, could you imagine the outrage of Fox? They they were they were worried about a tan suit or Michelle showing her arms or arugula. This guy was calling to get eleven thousand more votes. Well, actually, for that vote, he only needed one more. Mm-hmm. It was he he uh, Biden beat him by eleven thousand uh, seven hundred seventy nine votes. He wanted uh-huh. eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes. He wanted one vote yeah. more. That's it. As if that wouldn't cause a, I don't know, a recount. Or, yeah. You know. But just the fact that you want <laughs> that you against. wanted something to happen illegally. Yeah. Yeah. Fake electors, all that, all that crap. It's yeah. It's like it's not even close. The, again, and this goes back to that stuff. It's the false outrage and the, the comparison that both sides are the same. Both sides are not the same. No. If there was a Democratic candidate for president or former president that caused an insurrection 
that didn't that was let was going to let their vice president get hung. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. No, it's not. And and to it, what party is more decent? No kidding. I wish we had some Jimmy Dore stuff to get you riled. Um, <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I've been listening, listening to all the Russell Brand stuff. Where the Russell Brand an stuff. With yeah. Yeah. And all that kind of. And it's kind of nonsense because what he won't say and what those guys on the far left won't say is as corrupt as you think that everybody is and perhaps corruption, uh, again, uh, in the Democratic Party, again, it's degrees. It's not close. And what they won't tell you is that there are only two choices. It's a reality that many of us don't like. Right. We wish we had more than the choices we don't, but the reality is we don't, especially after a primary. Mm-hmm. And Noam Chomsky said this with Hillary. Mm-hmm. Once the primaries are over, you can vote for Russell Brand and Jimmy Dore in the primaries. I, if that's who you, that's fantastic. Once they are rendered useless, then you vote for the party that's gonna stop autocracy and that's gonna stop Trump or DeSantis from getting in the office. That's your duty. You're duty bound to do that. I'm sorry that that's reality, yeah. but that's reality. To stand up in the lifeboat is only going to tip the lifeboat for everybody else. Yep. And if you go back, how selfish of a Ralph Nader to know that he has no shot. To have, I have no shot after the primaries of winning this election, mm-hmm. but I'm going to run anyways. He should have. Been, he should have told his supporters, I couldn't win, guys. We tried, but guess what? I don't want Bush in office. So vote for the next best thing. Mm-hmm. They're corrupt. I'm not. But I'm telling you, it will be very bad. We'll have a 9-11. We'll have the Iraq war. We'll have a worse Supreme Court. I can't. How selfish not to do that. I know. Bernie threw his support. Yeah. He threw his support. Bernie threw it, his support. Do you think Marianne Williamson is doing that this time? She's not going to get the kind of voting that Nader got. Well, yeah. She, her she, numbers may or may not matter, but she's she's too selfish. Yeah. She's too into her own sort of spiritual awakening, which is completely not a spirit. It's a grift. If you're truly spiritual, then you have the critical thinking and the awareness to to realize what reality is. That's what spiritual awareness is. It's like Marianne Williams could say, listen, I tried in the primary. I want peace and love, but that ain't happening. I ain't got the numbers and I don't want that guy. So unfortunately, I got to vote for this guy. Well, the other thing with with her and Jill Stein Mm -hmm. is that they don't start at a smaller, more local level. They go for presidency. Right. Let's start local kids. And I got this noticed. You're exactly right, Jody, that, oh, Jimmy Dore said he's going to run for president. Of course, somebody with the delusions of grandeur would do that. They don't want to get involved at a local level on a city council. Because that's where you would have to do the real work. Right. You could say, that's you know hard what, stuff. I tried to run for president. Well, I can try to run for president. That means nothing. Pat Paulson, baby. Pat Paulson mm-hmm. all the way. 1968. Yeah. Let's go with Pat. So, yeah, you're exactly right, Jody. that they, they, they want to run for president. Yeah. But they don't want to put the work that in That means it. they won't have to try. Right. Right. They, exactly. Running is one thing. You raise money, you, right. you know, whatever. And and, uh, yeah. and at least Senek Unger, who we sometimes and has disagreements, Jank, part, at least Jank. he tried in, I think it was Palmdale, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, it was try. Santa Clarita. He was running for, what's her name? Uh, Katie, Katie uh, Hill. Katie Hill's seat. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And he went for it. Yeah. And he yeah. lost. He, but at he least did, he but at, at least he put at least he put in the effort, exactly. and I and yes. I have mad respect for that. Yeah, my absolutely. cousin, my cousin was running for a congressional district in uh, in Arizona. He lives in Tucson, and he was trying to raise money, mm-hmm. and he, he didn't make it. And I've had some of my friends complain that he doesn't go far enough left, and I, and I'm like, that's my cousin. You're gone. You're no you're no yeah. longer my friend because at least he was trying. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and the, for these people that scream Medicare for all. I want the Russell Brands that say everybody's the same. Go to a Trump rally, Jimmy Dore and Russell Brand, and ask for Medicare for all. Ask books not to be banned. Yeah. Ask for pro-trans legislation. You'd get 
punched off the stage. Absolutely. So don't tell me both sides are the same. I agree. I agree. And on that lovely note, yeah. I've gotten him riled up already. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. I know what I'm doing. It is 24 minutes after the hour. 323-410-0458 is the number. Tracy in Arizona. It's for you, Carlos. Hi, Tracy. Hey, y'all. Uh, so last week I called in, and while I was on hold, I got distracted by some stuff, which caused me to lose my train of thought and my internal uh, censorship filter, mm-hmm. and I dropped a little F-bomb, yes, and I apologize for that. Yes, you did. I know. You, you, you give me enough airtime, and I'm going to wind up apologizing to somebody. So <laughs> same, anyway. Same with us all. Hey, that hey, day, Carlos, there were a lot of um, F-bombs that day. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. So here's the deal. This is about the Andrea Mitchell sleepy time incident, mm-hmm. which I know is now probably a moot point. Moot, not mute. Not mute. Right, not Thank mute. you. Um, We're always down for talking about yeah. Andrea Mitchell taking naps. <laughs> Poor Andrea Mitchell. Yes. But I wanted to mention, to I'm sure Carlos remembers on the uh, ESPN NFL pregame show a few years ago when Mike Ditka fell asleep on yeah. the, on the oh, set. Yeah. Oh, I remember that too. Yeah. And it, probably at a younger age. Yeah. And, but- and, it might have been due yeah, to know. but yeah, he fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Keyshawn Johnson had to give him a, a, nudge, a nudge and wake yeah. him up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it just happens. So that was all and, and about people that. of a certain age and of a certain experience, you're entitled. I, 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 I fortunately, yeah, am an yeah, actor, so. so I get to fall asleep at home where nobody's looking. <laughs> <laughs> Except my kids, Dad, get up. It's 2 o'clock. So. Okay. So but isn't that the pressure that of the Puritan double... work ethic, though, still, that Andrea should not fall asleep? Like, who cares if she fell asleep? Is she ready to work now? Yep. Okay, she's ready to work. Yeah, Same with yeah. Joe Biden. If he needs to take a nap, right. even if uh, somebody over 70 needs to take a nap, I'm all for it. Yeah, Yeah, but don't keep the camera on her. The, the director should have yeah. gone away. I, what about those of us over 50? Yeah, don't I, we get it? Yeah. Okay. I, I think we're entitled to naps. I, I, I do. The yeah. only, the only, the only thing with the Andrea Mitchell thing that I do want to say is that she is the one who is constantly on MSNBC saying to every guest that comes on, "But what about Biden's age? And is yeah. he is he too old to be doing this job anymore?" It's like, well, <laughs> I'll sleep while I wait for your answer, Andrea. All right, and you had you had some thoughts on Chuck Todd too, huh, Tracy? Well, no, I actually didn't, but oh. I have some other thoughts, but I'll, I'll save those for tomorrow. Okay. But as long as I know that I'm not on double, double secret probation, you're not. You're not. Good. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. All right, okay. honey. Have okay. a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, well. He's not on double secret probation no. right now. No. If uh, he does it again, well, then that's you may different. consider it. Then that's completely different. George Santos's lawyer. Have you heard this one? No. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, attorney Joe Murray replied to a tweet from formal... Hey, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he, is, he is one of George Santos's attorneys. He said to Mark Meadows, we will be gathered outside our nation's Capitol building on January 6th, waiting and watching to see who has the courage to stand up for our republic and who the cowards are. 
Uh, Murray attacked Senator Tim Kaine. All of you disloyal traitors to the United States of America, both Republican and Democrat, um, would face backlash from pro-Jump de demonstrators if they voted to certify the election. He also has posted post He's posted COVID conspiracy rhetoric in response to Sidney Powell. We like, of course, it's George Santos. Yeah. I mean, of course, Jorge. See. It's probably the only guy George could find to represent him. Well, I mean, I heard another rumor that we're not going to talk about until we can prove it. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, I got it. Uh, but yeah, we're, uh, there's, I just love hearing about George. It's just kind of fun. It's fun. You never know what he's going to do. Did you see the clip last week of the drag queen? No. There was a drag queen that did a George. She she was doing a number um, from um, The Great Showman, This Is Me. Uh-huh. And she comes out dressed as George Santos and does oh, a reveal into Guitar Rapache. Oh, I love it. it oh, was, the Brazilian. It was quite amazing. Oh, I love AKA that. A.K.A. George. The, yeah, no kidding. Oh, well, isn't his name Anthony DeVolder? We don't even know his name at yeah, all. That's true. At all at this yeah. point. Kaiser Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose, exactly, exactly. Fafar. Yeah, I just, I find that, I look forward to him no longer being relevant because he will no longer be in the House of Representatives. Hopefully that's sooner rather than later. It's not soon enough. My clock isn't working now. Oh, goodness gracious. Everything is cattywampus at this point in time. The phones are back, but... Oh, I've there it, it goes. But the clock isn't. There it goes. Yeah, the clock is just kind of stuck. Okay. Um, and and we're getting to 29 minutes after the hard hour. Break. Hard break. Hard break. Hard break. This is why I did not throw Karen in. Okay. Because I know she's on hold. Uh, we will be right back on the Stephanie Miller with more Carlos Alasraki. takes testosterone. The profound and permanent effects of the hormone can be seen in a matter of months. Voices drop, beards sprout, body fat is redistributed, sexual interest explodes, aggression increases, and mood can be unpredictable. Um, it's 34 minutes after the hour. She kind of just described herself. She did a yeah, little. Is she reading her medical chart? <laughs> yeah. That's why she looks like Barney Rubble. <laughs> Lindsey Graham is listening going, oh, could you repeat that? Well, what was mm. interesting was she used the word permanent. If you stop taking it, that all goes away. Yeah. It's not permanent changes. I mean, a friend of mine, when, when um, uh, she was starting to transition, she has since passed away, um, whenever she couldn't afford her hormones, things changed mm -hmm. back. You know, and mm -hmm. it's <laughs> it's like, come on, people, learn a little bit about the science, ma Madge. I'm gonna call yep. her Madge from Madge. now on. Um, uh, let's let's talk to Fufu. A boo boo Fufu. Yeah. Hi, boo boo Fufu. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, well, listen. Um, Stan hold long enough, and um, all the things that you had originally called into. Oh no! I know. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. No. That's okay. No, that is quite all right. And I just wanted to say I am in complete agreement. F. Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, um, all of these left-wing lunatics who talk about both sides mm -hmm. doing it. Yep. I mean, what do they think is going to happen to climate change? 
um, policy? What do they think is going to happen with wages? What do they think is going to happen when we don't have affordable housing Mm -hmm. for people? And by the way, all of that disproportionately affects marginalized people. Yep. So I don't buy any of their garbage. Um, But, you know, really the blame, as far as I'm concerned, falls squarely on the Republican Party. People like Mitch McConnell, when they had the chance to convict Donald Trump two times, they refused to do it. They have radicalized these people. They are dangerous extremists in this country now running around trying to dictate to the rest of us how we can love, how we can feel, what we can learn, Mm -hmm. and it falls all on their shoulders. If they had done the right thing, none of these entities, right-wing entities, would have the power that they have had it not been for the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Amen. You are the yeah, smartest the classic, girl in uh, class. Enablers at a high school party just like, hey, they're just drinking light beer. Just yeah. keep letting them drinking. Right, They're right. fine. We like, don't want to shut down the alcohol now. Ex- Come on. Exactly. So there's a, a new, there's a backlash. Um, there's a school district in Arizona that has banned Christian University student teachers at that school. I have a question for Travis. Is this school a private school or no? It's a district. It's a school district, okay, and they so were getting public. They were there's it's a public school, but they were getting student teachers from, from a, a Christian private Christian school. school, and those teachers I, were evangelicals. Okay, coming but into yeah, the school. Yeah, relative to what and, they were teaching. Yeah, what were they teaching? Were they teaching evangelical stuff? They they were p- putting their faith into their lesson here's here they they had a contract with these student teachers for Mm -hmm. 11 years they decided not to renew it what district uh washington elementary school district in what city uh phoenix suburban phoenix Phoenix. suburban phoenix well Mm -hmm. okay that then yeah that that's a little bit conservative out in the suburbs so they're the district voted to end their contract with this university which says to me that's a choice that you've made over 11 years you go eh, not so much anymore let's give some other student teachers a chance but regardless um part of the reason that they voted this down was the university's values don't align with the district's teaching philosophy um the university's mission statement says that it aims to influence This is their mission statement for the university. Uh Influence, engage, and transform the culture with truth by promoting the biblically informed values that are foundational to Western civilization. They provide biblically integrated liberal arts education equipping equipping graduates to That's serve the Lord Jesus like Christ. Grand, it sounds like it's Grand Canyon University. In all aspects of life. It's ACU is what they call it. Um, Arizona Christian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lord Jesus Christ in all aspects of life as leaders of influence and ex- excellence. It promotes traditional sexual morality and lifelong marriage between one man and one woman. I mean, it's... Well, uh, well, it really all depends on how the... What they're teaching. Yeah, and and how they're... they're, If their faith is interacting with the students in the classroom. Exactly. I mean, if they're saying, you know, be good people, that's, you know, that's a Christian teaching and that's that's fine. But but they're also talking about monogamous, straight relationships and things like that, too. The um, part of the uh, it's an Arizona Republic report. Um, Yes, that's the big Phoenix paper. It is. Um, The board members basically are stating it makes queer kids who are already facing attack from our lawmakers feel that they could not be safe in this community. Yep. Um, They're suing on the basis of the First Amendment. But again, this is a contract. Tough one. It's going to be tough, but it's a public school. You want to keep. It's the separation out too. You shouldn't be teaching religion in schools. Well, no, you can yep. teach religion in schools, no, you can teach but you can, but, but, but a specific perspective. 
and it's a public school. The study of religion as a Yeah, you can you, study well, you can, religion. You can also teach certain perspectives, but you also have to introduce other perspectives as well. well yeah, if you take a religious studies right. class, like right. I did. You know what every school should teach is Joseph Campbell. There you go. The power of myth and the, the exploration of all religions and then what purposes, that, what good values that all mythology contributes to the development of all societies. Mm -hmm. and and then parcel them out between each of the religions, all the hundreds of or thousands of religions that there are in the world. Mm -hmm. yeah, Not I, just one right. where some dudes, some dude said, God's a man. Do you have a picture? No, he spoke to me though. Right. And his son's the Messiah. It's like, yeah, who, I, uh, who says that? When, some dudes. When I was a kid, I went to a private school. My, my parents, I was lucky enough that my parents sent me to a private school and we had chapel every morning. So it, it was, was a religious it was, school. No, it was not a religious school. It was just, a, it was a non-denominational chapel where you just kind of learned about God um, and Bible stuff. That sounds to me like a Christian school. It, it, it really, look how it you really, turned out, Chris. Are you atheist? It really wasn't a Christian. In fact, it was at that school that uh, in fifth grade that I, was, that I uh, became atheist. And then in sixth grade, I went to a Catholic school. And all of that kind of gave me a well-rounded religion education so mm -hmm. that I was aware of what I was talking about even though I'm an atheist. Yeah, I went to an Episcopalian school for a year and we had to do chapel every Tuesday mm -hmm. and Sunday because yeah. I lived and on campus. I didn't too. mind it. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed and chapel. I, yeah, I took basic Christianity uh -huh. and C.S. Lewis. Um, the teachings of C.S. Lewis right. are hardcore Christian. Um, but the, it was very much, I mean, it's Episcopalians. They're like the coolest. Oh, yeah, they're very light. My mom was an Episcopal minister, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, we actually had a female priest come. It was right when they were starting in the 80s to allow women in the yep. Episcopalian church to be priests. So, I mean, it was a really, like, forward-thinking right. school by all all. Uh, but we did have to learn, you know, basic Christianity. If sure. you were not taught that, that, you had to learn that. Basic Christianity is what I was taught in chapel. And um, God, even when I was a, when I was a kid, because my best friend did it, we went to a, a Baptist uh, Sunday school. Oh yeah, Wait. <laughs> and so you know, that, that was another whole layer of religious education that I got when I was a kid. We different. Uh, well, as little leaguers, we had to do the 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 recital before the game. I think it was "I love my country, I trust in God, I will play fair and strive to win." Mm -hmm. But win or lose, I'll always play. But that was part of it. I trust in wow. God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I enjoyed the school, but it was only a year, and I was, it was a boarding school at the time. It no longer is. It's just a day school now. But we had chapel on Tuesdays for the day students and on Sundays for the boarders. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we didn't have to go on Sundays, but we had to go on Tuesdays. It was part of the <laughs> had, curriculum. It was us for 10, 10 minutes every day. The oh, entire, no, ours was like The entire minutes. school assembled in, in the assembly room, and we had chapel. Oh, no, we had uh, Father Melrose would preach basically mm -hmm. but we had a rock band so that okay. was kind of yeah. cool yeah. a lot of Crosby I think you should have your, your satellite churches like they do in Gilbert they have Mormon churches and mm -hmm. Christian churches sure. but I think all the mega churches should be like a Luby's where it's like a big buffet of, of <laughs> religions like, I'm going to have a few rolls of Islam I'm going to have some uh little judaism over here here's yeah. some hindi ooh the hindi beans are delicious you know what I mean just yeah. take a stab at every sermon every week is different from all if you truly want to coexist yeah. make all the the big mega churches coexist churches. Yeah, where I, every, yeah I'm with I, you. I'm, I'm thankful for for the religious education that I did get. I don't think it should be taught in public schools. I agree. Yes. Not at not at all. Well, no. I mean, it, it could be an elective at public school. Could, Touch, studying religion re religious is different. Studies. Yeah, that's, yes. Yes. Acad an academic study of religions. Absolutely. absolutely. I think everybody you know should have that. I agree. What you do is you watch. It's a whole semester. You watch the movie Life of Pi. There you and go. And then you discuss yes. because that is a, a sort of a blending of what Joseph Campbell is talking about. 
a child who is uh, enchanted and enthralled by all the religions and, and deriving value from each one. Right. And I think there's some learning to be had there. Absolutely. Because once you glom onto this, there's the only way to seek salvation. And that's what Christopher Hitchens picks up when somebody says, well, we don't know if Aristotle was really real or Plato or all these guys. He goes, well, the only difference is the philosophers were, were not asking for your salvation. Right. And, and, and religion is. And so that's... That's very important to know. So It's very important. You're absolutely right. Uh, we have some um, good news, it sounds like. John Fetterman has started to resume some of his Senate duties while he's still at Walter Reed, I believe. He's still there. Um, good. So this is good because, I mean, um, his chief of staff tweeted a photo of him yesterday showing him working on his team on Senate-related issues. Um, and I, I just I hold him in high regard for taking care of himself and letting mm-hmm. us yeah. know that. Absolutely. You know, I mean, our uh, I've been saying this for years. My old, my uh, podcast uh, partner, Ricky Beatty. Yes. Um, God rest his soul. Um, he, yeah. he used to we our tagline on the uh, show was if you need help, get it. And we still say yeah. that, you know, because Ricky had to get some help. And yep. um, and he was very open about it. And so I'm glad that John Fet- John Fetterman is saving lives by, by, doing this. by yes. telling people what he's going through, yeah. especially men, because men are less likely to go seek help than women are. Is how most of y'all are raised, um, and 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 we still have a weird stigma when it comes to mental health issues, and mm-hmm. and what is it? Thirty percent of people that have a stroke or a heart attack have serious depression after that. Yeah, for it good makes reason. Sense. For good reason, yeah. especially his stroke because it's affecting his speech and how he can read and things like that. So it's it's affecting some of his um, quality of life. My aunt had a horrible stroke years ago. And she couldn't. She could hardly speak, and it was. You could always see the frustration in her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. My mom at ninety five was showing symptoms of the of the face droop and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff, and you could see the frustration with her. It's 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 hard, even at that age, still wanting to be the whole person that you were, and that you can only imagine that when you shut down, you're that is going to set in. Yeah, being open. <clears throat> This uh, that kind of ties into this whole alpha male Jordan Peterson yes, kind of yeah. BS, you know, that you have to be a certain way and we can't allow this to. It's just too much pressure. Those are just angry, misguided dudes. Yeah, just and and, and it's, it's mm-hmm. unfortunate that they feel that way. It's 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 unhealthy. Yeah. We don't need you to hunt anymore. No. You're not a hunter. You go to the grocery store. You might barbecue some meat, but you didn't go out <laughs> and kill it. And you if you did, and you're Ted Nugent. It. <laughs> and you went out there and shot it yourself. Hey, all the power to you. you. You didn't use factory farming. Great for you. But you don't have to be that alpha male. That we're really not needed anymore when all you can do is press a button and drones will go and take care of it. You know? exactly, exactly. And we're not getting involved in a land war. So No, not in Asia. Not at this time because we've always been at war with Asia. So. With yeah. East Asia. With East Asia. Yes. Um, <laughs> Kevin in Chicago. Four, three. Well, hello. There we go. That's it. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. Like hey, oh, wait. Pickles. Pickles. Hi, Pickles. Hi, Pickles. Hey, Pickles. Pickles. How's it going, Pickles? <laughs> Pickles departing. Um, point of order. Uh-huh. Uh, so yesterday I was told to call back today. Am I supposed to come up with my own topics, or do you have anything for me? Um, or like... Should I just send you some stuff? I'll send you what uh, you know Travis sends me, and then you can be all prepared. <laughs> well, well, what do you think about Marjorie right. Taylor Greene no. and her testosterone? Yeah, what do you think of Mar- Marjorie's well, okay, testosterone well, levels? I, I did. I, I did have a question for you uh, about that, and I was going to ask: Do you think um, having three toes would be an advantage or a disadvantage as a human hunting ranch? Or um, oh yeah, she could snatch trout yeah. out, of a, out of a lake with the three but toes. She could, climb a, she could climb a tree real quick. Yes. She has talents. Yeah, that's, that's what, true. Yeah. You know what that would mean of me though? To 
suggest that. It's okay. No, Chris, it's a perfect can opener. Since you were so nice yesterday to pull out your organ for me, I was wondering if maybe you could also pull up some apology music because I do have uh, to issue a statement. Uh oh. Regarding Uh-oh. yesterday's comments. Okay. okay. Here we go. Yes. Uh, the hilarious gay would like to apologize to the family and fans of Tim Curry. Yesterday, I said Tim Allen was you a nanny, which was a gross misstatement yes, of the highest order. Yes, I don't know how I let that happen, but I do regret the I error. heard that, and I um, wanted to correct you, but it happened so it fast. It went so fast <laughs> yeah. by, I, I didn't want to bother you either. I, I don't think Tim Allen could pull off fishnets. He was, he was no. on a roll. Let yeah. him go with it. Yeah, yeah. We figured you're, oh, you're no. fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm actually on my way uh, to brunch with my supervisor, Karen, in Chicago right now for my annual review. So if I'm late, it's, it's their fault. Well, so, we just talked to her. Um, we so, just talked to her. So, so she she's knows. running late, too. Uh, she's running late, too. Yeah. So yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> she's probably sitting in the parking lot. You know, she's so efficient. But I hope she doesn't write me up for yesterday's error. I'm sure she uh, won't. That I made. Um, do I have maybe 40 more seconds? Sure. Sure. Okay. So, uh, much like Sue yesterday said that she leaves the comedy and voice work to the professionals, I also like to leave the smart stuff to you all and, like, Karen and Sue and Anito. Um, <laughs> Anito. She is Anito. <laughs> <laughs> while I would never consider myself an, uh, a professional, I appreciate that you guys, uh, you know, humor me, but I did want to try my hand at something smart. And Carlos, yep. what I found funny with Russell Brand was John H- I, I can't pronounce his last name. Heilman or whatever. Heilman? Mm-hmm. Yes, Heilman. He challenged him because Russell said all this broad statement of both sides do it and blah, blah, blah. And, and John said, okay, can you give me an example? And you could see in Russell's face, he couldn't, for a good three seconds, he knew he was done. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm being challenged. I can't. Right. And, and even and if he like, could give an example, it's not going, going to be to the degree sorry, which the right lies. Right. Yeah, and going back to last week, Chris, when you were talking about, like, um, whether or not it's beneficial for us to go and, like, um, you know, correct Democratic Party versus Democrat Party, Mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, I love you. (laughs) I'm actually on your side of this. Okay. um, Because any time, like I said, I I have, my family is an entire, they're all Appalachian Red Hats. Right. So any time I argue with them something and I try to challenge them, and they do exactly what Russell Brand did. Like three seconds later, he just completely deflected. Yeah. And that's yeah. when you know they've lost the argument. Yeah. And I no longer have to talk to you about this because anything you come back with is not going to be rational discussion. Yeah. So let's end it here. Yeah. And that's where I am yeah. with debating people who, uh, you know, are hypocritical and can't see the truth for what it is. Right. So that's my, my dive into um, trying to be smart. Well, you are smart. You are now, smart, man. but we're going to have to slide you into a soft break I, right now. I will throw out the other thing that's fun to do. Yes. When you're getting when you're getting challenged by Republicans, where they say, "Oh, this is bad," this is bad, you say, "What's your idea? Yeah. What's your plan? Yeah. What's your solution?" They will never have an answer. Well, exactly. And and by the way, Democrat Party started with McCarthy. It's been that long since yeah. they've used that yeah. stupid term. It is fifty minutes after the hour. We will be right back on the Stephanie Miller Show with Carlos. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. I know what boys like. I know what guys 
Stephanie Miller. It reminds me of my youth. Yeah. Uh, it's 56 minutes the past. The waitresses. Yes, it was. Gosh. Um, so we have some updates on the four people that were um, mm. kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Mexico. In Mexico. Um, as we said yesterday, they found two of them had been killed. Mm-hmm. One had been wounded and one was unharmed. Right. The two people that survived this are back in, the, back United in the United States. States right. And I know we're working with the Mexican government to get the two bodies back. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're well. doing an investigation. That's part of the reason yeah, why they're I'm still sure there. Yeah, I'm sure of it. And from what I gathered this morning, it was part of a mistaken identity as to yeah. why they were kidnapped. They thought they were another... Uh, they, they, they thought they were a rival human trafficking organization or group, gang, uh-huh. cartel, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it was a case of mistaken identity. They thought that these were human traffickers that were rivals, and they kidnapped them. Yeah. And so James Cormer, Republican from t- Kentucky, um, he wishes that Trump um, had launched a military attack no. on Mexico because we want to attack another country mm-hmm. for our because neighbor, of their, our biggest trading partner because of criminals that happen to reside in that country. Yep. Um, that makes no sense. Well, and also their, their, their logic on all this stuff is, too, they're talking about the drug cartels, the drug cartels, and this is the human trafficking. There, there are multiple crimes being committed down there. This is not always about drugs. No, it's not. And, um, but the White House is obviously very Pushing upset and with yep. what happened to these four Americans. And, and it's unfortunate this woman was just going down with her three buddies to get a tummy tuck. Yeah. That yeah. was what it was for. I don't know if she was one of the survivors or not, but... That's just so sad that she was going, she was mommy makeover. She wanted to get her belly back to what she wanted it to look like. And that's just so sad mm-hmm. that they uh, were murdered. Uh, yeah, it, but it is not a call for war. That's no, it's not. not. And again, you won't hear the far left, the Jimmy Dores and the Glenn Greenwalds calling the Republicans warmongers. It's only people who support Ukraine. They're going to just let that slide that Republicans yep. want to call for war in Mexico. Won't call them warmongers. They'll only pick on the one party that exactly. has the better chance to beat evil people. Well, and and I mean, so do they call Bernie a warmonger now? Uh, probably. That's fun. Yeah. All right, fifty-eight minutes after the hour, how can people stalk you? On Twitter, Yay. on uh, Instagram, and also check out Witness Infection. It's free on Tubi, or if you want to pay me, it's on Amazon. It's Yay. very fun. It's very good. Enjoy, enjoy. Bye, Carlos. Thank you so Thanks much. Bye, everybody. Bye. Talk to you tomorrow.